Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 6. Verse 57 says, As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will also live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven. Not as our fathers ate the manna and died, he who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Now Jesus claimed to live because of, or moreover, by the Father. He drew breath because God gave him breath. He lived for the Father, for his glory, in his plan, and on a mission. Therefore, the one who eats of this bread, being Christ himself, lives in all of that purpose, meaning, and significance of life. And furthermore, apart from that relationship with Christ, there is no life. Now again, please note one little caveat here, and that is the tense in this passage is present and continuous action. Therefore, a person must continue to partake, continue to eat and feast upon Christ to keep his sense of purpose and meaning, to really live, to live abundantly. Now that does not mean one can lose their salvation. That's not what I'm inferring here. It means that I must stay connected to the power in order to keep moving and keep growing. The reality is, like those who wandered in the wilderness with Moses, many will spend their lives sitting in a pew week after week, eating the manna from heaven, but never feasting on the real Jesus. Jesus points out that those in the wilderness, those who ate the manna day in and day out, well, they're all dead. True life, true life comes not from manna, but from Jesus. Not from religion, but from Jesus. Not from church attendance, but from Jesus. Verse 60 of our text says, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples murmured at this, said to them, Does this cause you to stumble? Then what if you could see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is a spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and are life. But there are some of you who don't believe, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who didn't believe and who it was that would betray him. And he said, for this cause I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it is given to him by my father. At this, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. For many, this level of commitment in this chapter is unbearable. It's, in fact, unthinkable. They, like many since that day, were not willing to give that much of themselves, not not willing to embrace Jesus on that level. They were, and frankly are yet today, simply looking for a little hedge for the life they are already leading. A little religion to soften the hardship of this life. A little manna while still living in the wilderness. 
the lack of belief was not so much the inability to believe, but rather the unwillingness. Jesus knew the heart of man. He knew that some who followed him at that time would not remain, just as some here with us today will ultimately turn away from God and, and this church or the church they attend and return again to the world they once rejected. Because they, like many who have followed in their footsteps, they wanted the blessings of Christianity. They didn't want the dying of self and they didn't want the serving of the kingdom. Sadly, the greater church today is fueling this ideal with a new generation of churches bearing the names that embrace nature and hip buzz phrases that speak of fellowship, camaraderie, and amenities and, well, avoid the use of the name of Jesus at any cost. Jesus did not plead with these that departed. He did not chase them down to try to talk them into staying, nor did he tone down the demands of the faith. He let them go. Perhaps we should learn a lesson, a lesson from his action. They were not ignorant of his requirements, just unwilling. How many of us have, quote, tasted of the heavenly gift, were made partakers of the Holy Spirit, have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, and then go away? That's Hebrews 6. In this chapter, you see, we see four responses to Jesus. Seeking, verses 22 through 40. Murmuring, verses 41 through 51. Striving, verses 52 through 59. And ultimately departing, verses 60 through 71. This is a well-beaten path. This is a road traveled by so very many. In verse 67, Jesus said, therefore, to the twelve, you don't want to go away, do you? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Now, herein lies the path of no return. When asked if they wanted to go also, Peter answered, go? <laughs> go where? I mean, he and the apostles understood what they had. Do we today? They remembered what life was like. They remembered what life was like without Jesus. They knew that anyone else and anything else would leave them empty and wanting. They knew instinctively all of this because you see it was a present experience. It was not something that they once were or once had. Luke 10, 27 says they loved the Lord God with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their strength, and with all their mind. They loved the Lord, not past tense, present. You see, for them, there was no turning back because there was nothing to turn back to, nowhere to turn back to go to. Verse 69 says, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered them and said, Didn't I choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? Now he spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Now in the perfect tense, the apostles had come to believe. 
they had come to know. This is the same Gnosko knowledge, that knowledge through experience that we embrace in our walk with Christ today. We all begin the same, seeds planted in this field of earth and time. It eventually becomes evident, well, that there are weeds. Weeds in the field growing right alongside the young plants, as Matthew 13 describes. Over time, we all come to this moment. We all began the same. We grew beside each other in the same earth, drinking the same water, tasting of the same heavenly gift, partakers of the same Holy Spirit, and having tasted the good word of God together in the powers of the age to come. And yet some, coming to this moment, will finally reach a breaking point. This is a hard saying. Or, this is just too much. This faith is too expensive. Their reply will be that they will fall away. They will depart from us, having never, despite all appearances, having ever been one of us. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.